Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode one of Right Wing Vegan. And I know, I know, you probably see that title and you think, Right Wing Vegan, that's a, that's a weird thing. And it is a weird thing. And it's exactly why we wanted to do this podcast. Because we're weird people in a way. I agree. Because being a right-wing vegans is kind of being a niche within a niche. It's own special thing. It is. It's special. I like that. That's a positive spin on it. So we want to welcome everybody to this first episode. Um, In this episode, we're going to kind of give you a breakdown on what this show is going to be. Um, What is right-wing vegan? Um, And then we are going to introduce kind of ourselves who are we and what's our story you know how does one become a conservative vegan because it seems impossible does it not no it does like the two just don't seem to blend together for some reason much like oil and water they don't but we are here to prove that sometimes oil and water can combine to make olive oil or the right-wing vegan. Or the right-wing vegan. So, right-wing vegans, I vegan, guess. There are sorry. two of us on this podcast. I guess I should preface and say that as well. Um, but anyway, so we hope that you're going to come along for the, on this journey with us. And um, so if you like this podcast, go ahead and subscribe to it. And... Um, Give us a review, five-star review, because obviously the more five-star reviews we get, the more that we can spread our message um, and and spread, you know, kind of this idea of conservatism around, because that's kind of the purpose of this podcast. So um, I don't want to bore everyone too much with this, because I think that we're preaching to the choir a little bit here um, with people listening. But but one thing I do want to talk about, and Kelly, you're going to bring a unique perspective here because um, your story is a little different than mine, but, but kind of part of the reason why we're doing this podcast is because, you know, I've been, I've been a conservative for, I like to say the majority of my free thinking life, right? Because I can't count childhood because as a kid, I obviously couldn't care less about politics, right? I cared about Hulk Hogan, body slamming Andre the giant. I cared about, Tommy the Green Ranger kissing Kimberly the Pink Ranger and how that affected my childhood and how mad I was at Tommy for that because Kimberly was my girl. Um, And, you know, all those types of things when you're a kid, right? But around the age of high school, I really started caring about politics. And I always kind of leaned more right than left. I just have, you know, the hypocrisy of the left drove me away of it. Um, I I couldn't stand how most people who identified as liberal or I'm sorry, progressives, because that's the nice way to say uh, sheep or liberal. Um, Most of those people were their arguments for everything at, at the time. And again, I'll go back to that time. So I'll use this as an example was Bush is stupid. You could say anything you wanted. And that was the response you got, right? Was Well, Bush is stupid. I mean, you could say anything. You could say this milk is expired and they would come out and they would say, well, that's because Bush is stupid. Um, or they would give you the counter argument of, well, Cheney, you know, Cheney's corrupt. He's evil. He's the devil. And those were just the arguments that you got. It, it didn't matter how much logic you had behind your argument. It didn't, it didn't matter how much research you had done. None of that was good enough. It, none of it mattered. It was Bush is stupid. So 
you know, experiencing that and hearing them say that and then kind of realizing like these are the arguments that this side is bringing to the table, I'm going to choose to go the other direction, the direction that I felt like logic and morality and, um, um, you know, just just kind of free thought all kind of gathered around conservatism for me. So that's that's where I found myself even at a young age, even in high school. Um, I, recently, um, Kelly, you and I have become vegans and this has been a weird world for us because, you know, it's just different as a conservative. I have a lot of liberal friends and they, they blab, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I just listen and I don't care. Right. And I can just nod my head and that's okay. Um, but the left is very intolerant and, um, Vegans are traditionally liberals, and I can say that through experience now, being a vegan and, and being around other vegans, I can safely say that I am not at home uh, as a vegan. I'm not. Um, you can't walk into a vegan establishment and not hear uh, Trump is an idiot or Trump is the devil or a sexist, misogynist, racist, all the ists. They love the ists. Um and so I, I just, I, I can't feel at home. It's, it's like I belong in two, two subcultures. I'm, I'm a conservative Republican, conservative first, who, who lives in that world. But then I'm also a vegan who tries to live in that world because I, I want to be around other people who are vegan. I, I want to, to share that with them. And, and a little later in this podcast, we'll both go into reasons why we are vegan. Um, but I can't because they won't accept me for my political beliefs. So in a way, part of the reason we're doing this podcast, at least for me and Kelly, you can tell your story after I shut up, which apparently is, is going to be never, <laughs> <No>. it <laughs> um, is because there needs to be something like this because I guarantee that we are not the only niche of a niche. You know, there are all kinds of conservatives out there. There are conservatives who are, are gay. There are conservatives who are black. There are conservatives who are Jewish. There are conservatives who are Hispanic, Hispanic, the big one, Hispanic. There are conservatives out there who belong to these groups that the left tries to, to grab a hold of and, and say, oh, you can't be in that group unless you're a liberal. You can't be in that group unless you, you believe that Trump is evil or Trump is ruining this country or um, there shouldn't be a wall or border protection or whatever. You can't be a vegan and feel that way because obviously your dietary choices should be tied into the way that you feel uh, the United States should be managed. Um, so I'm going to shut up now, Kelly, and let you talk because I feel like what we're about eight minutes in and I've I've literally babbled the whole time. So Kelly, I'm going to let you tell kind of why you feel that we're doing this podcast. I, it's, it's interesting because for me growing up, politics was not one of those things that I was focused on. I was centered around. I honestly could care less. Like politics just, I didn't care. I was like, I don't think it matters who's in the White House. I don't think it matters what laws are passing because I'm just going to continue living my life and everything will be fine. But it wasn't really until I met Scott that politics became a thing that I was focused on and that I really woke up to to realize that this is something that I need to care about. 
Um, and it was, it's funny because we had, we first started dating in 2012 Mm -hmm. and in early 2012, it was like April and we're on our first date, very first date. We had just eaten dinner and we're driving to his friend's house because his friends wanted to meet me and we're on the freeway and he turns to me and says, are you a Democrat or a Republican? And I was like, this is such a weird question for yeah, a first funny. date. Like, I don't, I don't understand this. Like, what is happening right you gotta now? You got to weed them out. You got to weed them out early if they and don't fit your... I told him that I had voted Democrat, but then he asked me, okay, well, how do you feel about things? Like, because I was unsure. I told him I was kind of undecided, but yet I had voted Democrat, but I just wasn't sure. And he asked me, like, well, how do you feel about abortion and, and pro-choice, or, uh, not pro-choice, but abortion and, and guns and, and all these different things. He just asked me these short, random questions. And he looked at me and he said, do you realize that the way that you answered those questions, that you are actually leaning more conservative than being liberal? And I was like, oh, I didn't even really think about that mm-hmm. because even though I had voted Democrat, I couldn't even tell you what the Democrat democratic platform was was about like what the liberal platform was because i would just say okay well this is who i'm supposed to vote for exactly so that's what i did and it wasn't until we had that interaction in the car on our first date and i was like oh okay well this 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 is this is interesting like this is something that i need to pay attention to and then over the years that we've been dating politics is just it's been there. It's just something that we're passionate about. It's we're always watching. Um, we're always talking about it. And it's just something that we've bonded over our our values and our morals and our conservatism. Like we're just, I don't know, we've just blended over that. It's really interesting. You, you mentioned a couple of things I want to touch on. One of those being that was how I was supposed to vote. And I think it's funny that you say that because I feel like there are a lot of people out there who vote because of what you just said. Well, because for for me, it was always painted uh, like a picture to me that conservatives were these grumpy, old, wealthy men men, who were just rude and these terrible people. So that's how it was painted to me. And it was like, oh, the Democratic Party is where all the good stuff is. Right. That's where all the good stuff is. I know. Um, I just threw up a little in my mouth when you said that. Um, that is, that's, that's amazing to me. And growing up, I had a similar, um, I had a similar experience with that. Um, you know, I, I will say another thing we did bond over politics, but we, we, there was specifically one issue in particular that we, we did bond over and that was, uh, the issue on abortion. Absolutely. Um, reproductive choice. If you're an idiot, um, or murder or whatever you, you know, uh, infanticide, which is what it's becoming now, but, um, abortion. And, uh, I am emphatically pro-life. I am, I am as pro-life as you can possibly be. And I have my reasons for that, which I'm sure in a future episode of this podcast, we will get into. I want to do a whole episode on abortion. Um, I want to do, I want to do, we'll, we'll talk about this a little later, the breakdown of what this will be, but I want to do full episodes on a lot of these really hot button and controversial topics because I feel like they matter and I feel like a lot of people aren't talking about them. And and I will. Um, I am not afraid. I, I, un, 
I fully understand the the blowback we're going to get for this podcast, and I'm fully aware and ready to take on the left. I have, I have a complete understanding of how vicious and awful and terrible these people are, and I have no reservations about slapping them in the face with logic. Maybe physically too, but m- mostly logic. I can't say I'm going to violently attack somebody, or they'll okay. come out and call me a uh, what's an ist for. For that, I'm I sure there is know. one. I, I don't but at know. At least you're going to throw your shield up to, to protect Oh, me I'm going to throw my shield up <laughs> at these fools. I, I would love to, to just let them have it. But um, um, my story, I guess I'll, I'll try and briefly cover this. Uh, when I was a kid, uh, around the 2000 election, you know, obviously the controversy that surrounded that, I was very well aware of it. They called the election early. Um, they called it for gore. And then Bush ended up winning and then they did all the recounts and there was all the nonsense. And um, shortly after that, 9-11 happened. And this is this is probably a controversial story and some people are probably going to hate me for this. But you have to understand, when, when I was in 10th grade, I, I didn't care. I, I didn't care about politics. I felt passionate about 9-11, right? I think everyone did. I think I, I, The stories I could tell about how different the world was that week two weeks, three weeks after the attacks. It's incredible. I still remember it. Oh yeah. It was something else. I remember the attacks. You never forget the attacks, but I also remember just how much, even in high school, our worlds changed. Um, but I, I was tasked with an assignment. I, I don't even remember what the assignment was, but I know I wrote a paper and essentially because I was, I was brainwashed because I was young and dumb and I didn't know anything. I wrote a paper condemning the Bush administration Um, and my teacher at the time, probably the only conservative teacher you ever, you're, I've ever had, um, he, uh, he wrote an essay essentially contradicting my essay back to me. It was all written in red pen and he gave me an F and it was, um, basically just, you need to check your facts. You need to look into this and this and this. And I don't know what it was about that paper. It's weird how you have these moments and it's like, man, I went through school not caring about so many assignments, but I was so mad at this teacher for, for sending this paper back to me that I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, I'm going to look into this. I'm going to make this guy eat his words. Yeah. I'm going to make this guy eat his words, you know, and, uh, F Bush and all this stuff. And, and I started looking into it and, and then I started realizing, you know, he's right. The media kind of seems like one-sided in this. I feel like a lot of these reports are coming back, and and then I started looking at the whole the situation as a whole. And everyone thinks the recounts were the problem. The recounts, oh, all these recounts. The problem was they called the election early for Gore. Yeah, before the counting was done. Before everyone could vote. Yeah. So if I'm someone who was maybe I was going to vote for Bush, but it's a little late. I just got off work. Oh, Gore already won. What's the point? What's the point of going to vote? They tried to hand him the election. And it was that, looking into that, that I finally understood. And I finally realized. That was my first moment of, boy, the media is hypocritical. Boy, the media is in the bag for the left, aren't they? They're in the bag for the Democrats. And then as I grew up, um, you know, that just became more and more prominent. And I'm the type of person where I don't like to be fooled. I really don't. And, um, you know, when you try and do that to me, I'm going to passionately fight you. And that's that's what happened. 
you know, it was that moment when I realized you're trying to pull the wool over my eyes that I said, okay, all right, well, I'm going to become a warrior of the other side. And I knew, you know, morally, obviously, you know, I'm just, I'm a traditional person. I'm a traditional guy. I believe in traditional values. I'm not, you know, I just don't fit in very well with uh, the people who, who think that we should run around with our bras off and uh, our ding-dongs hanging out or whatever you want to, you know, I, I don't know what they do. I really don't know what kids do these days or, or teenagers. I'm at that age of my Com life. Comfest. <laughs> I don't go to Comfest. I don't want to have anything to do with it. I, I don't want to see some 300-pound woman flopping around naked. I just don't want to see it. It's it's no, not for me. You. I'm sorry. Maybe it's for you. If it is, do your thing. But for me, no thanks. Um, and I just, you know, it, it really was, it was even more eye-opening during the election of 2004. And I really reaffirmed my values during that election because that was the Bush's stupid era. And I, I was in college at the time. And so you have to, you, you know, man, if you went to college at that time, you know, if you were a conservative, you were the only one. And uh, it was you versus 18 to 20 other kids who think they know it all in your class, you know? You see, and that's where it's different for me because that election, I was still in high school. I couldn't vote. Mm -hmm. I was in what, the 10th grade, maybe? Wait, no. What year was that? 04? 04. Yeah, so I was a freshman in high school at that point in time. So politics just, I didn't even care. And like the first election that I could vote in was in 2008 was... um Obama, Obama and McCain. McCain. Yeah, that was the first election I could vote in. Yep. So I missed out on that whole Bush thing. Like, I, I feel like I was robbed of that because I wasn't in politics. Oh, but when he won, when he won and I got to see all those sweet liberal tears, it was like, uh, it was probably the best day of my life. I'm <laughs> just kidding. It wasn't. But if you'd asked me that night, it sure felt like the best day of my life. I remember watching that, those election results. We read, uh, I, we were on campus and we were watching them and it was, uh, oh, just all the, the sad faces around me as I'm just soaking in this win. Wait, so you remember all, all the sad faces when, when Trump won? Forget. All those people oh, crying. Oh, I do. I sure. Of course. I, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All the, all the people <laughs> crying and they needed their little, uh, what was it? Their, their, their safe space. Their sa <laughs> they needed their safe spaces so that they could go have a good cry about how Trump won the election. Boy, that should tell you. That tells you everything about the other side right there, doesn't it? Cry they can't babies. even They can't even cry babies. They can't even handle... Um, you know, things not going their way. You know, it's because they're spoiled brats, right? But we can get into that later. Um, those are a little bit of our stories. Um, again, I, I, we, you know what? Actually, Kelly, we, we I, I guess I can tell the story if you want, or you can tell it about us becoming vegan. Yeah, we might as well. Yeah. Um, because you kind of led the charge I did. On, on that. Like, I that did. was something that I, I sheepishly followed you it's on. It's so weird because it's like, People hear I'm vegan and I know they associate me with hipsters and I know they associate me with other soy boys and I know they think like, man, this guy is probably a skinny jean wearing, mustache curling, beanie wearing, bag carrying, <laughs> yeah, uh, was it micro flannel. brew drinking uh, dude, and I am not, man. I'm the opposite. Um, I mean, I do wear a good flannel every now and then, um, and I do have some tighter jeans, but uh, that's not by choice. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I became a vegan because honestly, for me, and I'm going to say this, and again, one thing you're going to find is we are not going to preach to you about veganism on this show. We, no. we might talk about health um, because it is an important uh, thing for us. 
uh, particularly me, preserving life. And I do want to help guide people towards dis- you know things that might preserve your lives, especially if you're a conservative listening to this podcast. Listen, man, we need you. We need you to live as long as you possibly can because we need those votes for as long as we can possibly <laughs> we get them. We are fighting a war, guys. And if you don't think we are, you need to get woke. That's what <laughs> liberals say, woke. right? We, you need to get woke because we are. And we need your votes forever. And so I'm going to do everything I can to help give you guys information to, to preserve your life. Um, and I'm passionate about nutrition. I lost 100 pounds. Uh, well, gosh, at this point, it was like five years ago. Um, because... You know, I got passionate. I ran into my own health scares and I got passionate about health. And so I'm passionate about politics and health. And I want to help, even if you guys are like, you know what, I don't want to hear about the health crap. I don't care. Let me do what I want to do. That's fine. That's fine. But take, maybe you'll take one little tiny thing away. And that'll give you another voting seat, you know, another four years. And we can, we can, I don't know. I'm joking about the vote. Like, obviously, <laughs> I want everyone to do well. But um, the veganism thing for me was. Uh, a putting my money where my mouth is and B um, you know, just there's a lot of, I, I won't go into it, but there's a lot of scientific evidence that a plant-based diet is pretty healthy and can provide you with a lot of good health benefits. So I'll let you look into that. You can do your research on plant-based nutrition and a plant-based diet. Um, I, I like to say that I'm more plant-based than vegan because it's just they're, people. They're still different. They're still different. And people put a negative connotation on the vegan thing. And, I'll tell you this, like for moral reasons, I feel that if I'm going to tell people that I value life and I'm pro-life, then I need to put my money where my mouth is and I need to be pro-all life because I don't want to give the left that argument. Any chance that I get to take an argument away from the imbeciles, I'm going to take that argument away. And you know, when you tell people you're pro-life, one argument that they'll throw at you, and if you've never heard this, you will, as this type of stuff becomes more popular, but you eat chicken and you eat beef, so you're not pro-all life, because if you were, you wouldn't be able to eat the animals. So now they can't say that to me. They can't say it to me because I don't. I don't eat that. Um, So it takes that bullet out of their chamber. Now, when I tell people I value all life, if they come back to me and they try and, and drop that on me, then I can say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm a vegan. I don't eat meat, but you still kill babies. So yes, I no, no. something inappropriate. <laughs> so S it. Um, I, that's just how it is. So I, I, anytime that I get a chance to take bullets out of their chamber, I'm going to do that. And I'm going to try and live life the way that my morals and my values lead me. And again, I'm not going to preach to anybody about how you should live your life. You live your life the way you want to live it. And I'm not going to attack you for it because conservatives actually really believe that liberals, they say they believe that, but then they're, they're they stab you intolerant in the back. <laughs> of what they perceive as your lack of tolerance. However, I feel tolerant of everybody. Even if I don't agree with you, I can still be in the room with you. I can still have a conversation with you and I can still like you as a person. Um, Is there anything you want to add to that? I don't know if I... No, I mean, I I feel like you covered that pretty well because you ventured down the path of veganism to make your... to, to match, to put your money where your mouth is, is what you said. And I kind of followed along because I wasn't much of a dairy meat eater person to begin with. 
And seeing the positive effects that it was having on Scott made me want to just fully make that switch. So I did, and it's been the best thing I've ever experienced. Yeah, and yeah. It, it wasn't, at first, like, I never really thought of it as being like, oh, well, I can't be fully anti-abortion and value human life so much that I'm ignoring the lives of other beings that are innocent yes. just as innocent and that's what kind of drove me to yeah that. and i'm not again i don't want to criticize anyone who listens to this podcast who is pro-life but still eats meat no not at all yeah we're not saying that you're wrong uh it's just, just for us morally yeah in our in inside of our minds right this this is kind of the path we had to go down and um you know also i just think like you know what? Again, it also one other thing it does. I'll say this, and then I'll, I'll I'll leave it alone. I get asked a lot. How do you feel? That that's a that's one of the questions I get asked so much. Is like, a where do I get my protein? <laughs> that's the big one. That's the big one, which I do have an answer for. I get it from nuts, legumes, uh, beans. beans. Um, I do get protein. Don't worry. I get over a hundred grams of protein a day. I do lift weights. I'm not a soy boy. Um, and the other question I get is. How do you feel now that you've made that change? And the answer I can honestly say, and it's probably the best answer anybody can hear, is I don't feel any different. And I know like some people are probably like, oh, you feel, you know, great after why don't you feel great? You switched to plant-based. And 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 you know what? I've been plant-based for six months. I might feel better and just not be cognizant of it because this is my new normal. This is how I feel, but I don't feel any worse. And I think that's the key because everyone always is concerned about me and they're concerned about the nutrients that I'm getting. And I have to tell everyone that I don't feel any worse. So there is that. Uh, has my athletic performance gotten better? I don't know. Actually, I probably, but I don't know. Um, has, you know, do, do I sleep better at night? No. I don't know. I don't get enough sleep. <laughs> no, I can tell we don't you that. get enough sleep. Um, but it's it's just it's kind of one of those things where I've taken a bullet out of their chamber. I've taken the climate change bullet out of their chamber because they can't come after me for that. Because, um, you know, being plant based, I have, leave less of a carbon footprint on the earth, so they can't come after me for that. Yeah. So I'm basically just taking bullets out of their chamber of their usual uh, hit pieces they like to throw at people, right? And any again. Anytime I can do that, I've won. I've won a little battle. So that covers the veganism. Um, you know, we want, we want, so I guess I'll briefly touch on this, Kelly. Um, what we hope to gain out of this podcast is to A, spread another conservative voice out there because there needs to be more conservative voices out there. And we need to not be afraid of the left. They try and scare us and they try and shut us up and they try and shut us down. And I've experienced a lot of this in my life, of the left personally attacking me to try and shut me up. Yeah, and it's like, in times you just feel it's easier not to say anything and yes. just kind of sit back and listen, but this is our way to actually it is. have a voice. It is, and, and I'm done. I'm done sitting there not saying anything. I, I'm, I've decided that this election is probably, and I, I probably say this every election, I matter of fact, I can vividly remember going back to one of the times Obama was saying was running and saying this is the most important election of our life but I actually really do believe that because the country's in a place right now where it, we're, it's incredibly divisive Very. and we have to defend morality 
We have to defend traditional values and we have to defend conservatism because it is under attack, folks. And not only is conservatism under attack, but democracy in and of itself is under attack. And if we don't stand up, if we don't be the voice that drowns these people out, these 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 sheep out, then then I'm telling you right now, I'm here to tell you it's going to spread like wildfire because a lot of people don't understand what socialism is. And the more that, that the media, the more that the idiots in the media are going to are going to put positive affirmation behind that word, the more young, dumb people are going to to start to believe it. They're impressionable. They're impressionable and there needs to be voices like ours and voices like yours. If you're listening to this podcast to, to drown these people out. So that's part of why we, we, we want to do this podcast. Also, we're a niche within a niche, and we want to prove that conservatives are accepting of people who are different. We, we are, the, the Democrats come out and they say, oh, we're the party of inclusion. We're the party of diversity. Nope. Unless you disagree with them. And then they, they don't like you very much. And you're much. the worst person yeah. ever. Yeah, or white. If you're white, we don't want anything to do with you either, by the way, if, if, if you're the Democrats. Um, they don't want anything to do with you. Uh, they're so diverse that they forget that to put white people in their little picture of diversity. So not very diverse. Um, they also don't like men, but that's a different <laughs> different topic. Um, but we, we want to prove that, that conservatives actually are inclusive. Conservatives will accept you. You know what? They don't have to agree with you. But they'll again, like I said earlier, they'll sit in a room. They'll have a beer with you. They'll talk to you. They'll accept you for who you are. We don't have to agree with each other, but we can still play nice with each other. And I think... This podcast and us with our, our being vegan, I, I think we're going to hopefully come out to prove that conservatives are accepting. Yeah. And that's that's another thing I, I want to do. Um, we're not evil. We're not evil. Um, this podcast is going to be controversial at times. And I say that because I'm not going to filter myself. And You don't have a filter to begin with. I don't. I don't have a filter. <laughs> and I, I'm not going to do that. Um, so I'm going to say some controversial things on this podcast. I am probably going to become infamous because of this podcast, and that's fine with me. Um, the reality is, is that controversial things sometimes need to be said because they are the truth. We can dress them up as much as we want, and we can pretty them up, but you put lipstick on a pig and it's still a pig. And I truly believe that some of these things, they need to be said, and people are just too afraid to say them. So I'm going to say them. So just, you know, keep that in mind. Um, we'll keep this clean, but... We're also going to talk about some controversial topics. Now, I'm kind of more of the, the quieter voice. who <laughs> You're definitely the loud one over there, and well, I'm just the one that kind of sneaks in. But Yeah, I got my MAGA hat. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we hope that you guys will come along for the ride with us. And again, we hope that you'll subscribe to this podcast, that you'll comment on this podcast. Um, I plan on setting up an email for this podcast. I hope that we get some, some emails. I'm sure we'll get some emails from people who disagree with us. Oh yeah, probably. So I would love to get some emails from people who do agree with us. I may set up a line for people to call if, if this podcast picks up steam and people, people want to join us and talk to us and conversate with us about politics or even veganism. Um, but please, you know, when we get the email set up on the next episode, I'll, I'll try and have that done and we'll get that out to you guys. And I really hope that you engage with us. And I really hope that you you involve yourself in this process. And we're going to talk about a lot of things. Um, we're going to share some some activism opportunities for people. We're going to, uh, you know, we're going to try and find ways to 
to involve ourselves and to involve you in this process. Because again, guys, this is an incredibly important election and we need to make sure that Donald J. Trump remains our president. Um, and we need to do everything we can to, to make sure that happens. So um, I think that's that's it. Is that it? Do you have anything else you want no, to add I to this? I feel like that was what we wanted to cover. Yeah. So this is just, yeah, this is an introductory episode. We wanted to introduce ourselves to you guys and um, get this out there and um, next week, we're going to come back with a couple topics. Um, we're going to talk about the Democratic debates, which uh, I tried to watch last night. Oh, man. It oh, was rough. It was so gosh. difficult. Ugh. We had to turn it off. We did have to turn it off. We turned it off. We were getting um, so angry. We had to walk away it from it. It was definitely angering. Um, the softball questions that were, were lobbied were just lobbed to them. Um, the little, uh, what, 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 gosh, those phrases that they just respond with, the, the whole, uh, just a bunch of buffoonery, (laughs) the, the love of socialism, the love of just open borders and no laws and, and just let's free roam. I can't wait till we get to the immigration episode because Kelly and I have a very personal story that we can tell during that episode. So that'll be a real passionate one. But, um, just, I, I can't, I just can't. I, I, I'm going to try and watch tonight's, um, I'm going to try. We've got like an hour it's gonna to be prepare so ourselves. But, uh, I'm going to try and, uh, we're going to do our next week. We're going to talk all about them and we're going to talk about some of the topics that get brought up and, and we'll have some brief discussion about what we think of the candidates and, and what we think of MSNBC <laughs> who, uh, <laughs> is, um, moderating the debate, uh, nothing moderate about it but um we'll talk about that um we're also gonna gonna go into a brief discussion about why i feel and i can't wait to get kelly's opinion on this oh no but why i feel this is the most divisive election in the history of this country oh it's so divisive and i think we're going to talk about that maybe we'll give some of our personal experiences on on that as well yeah um because I think we both have experienced some some anguish because of our political beliefs there. And I, I, I can't wait to get into that. Um, anything else you want to say, Kelly? No, I I don't know. I, I, I'm just excited. I'm excited to talk about this. And I'm excited to have this platform where we can actually talk about how we feel and what we're thinking about these these things, these important issues that people need to be considering and and thinking about they do so i'm glad to have this platform i'm glad to have listeners hearing us talk about this and our our perspectives and viewpoints on things so i'm just excited to get started absolutely and hopefully you the listener out there if you are listening to this um maybe you are a niche of a niche maybe you are a conservative vegan as well and if you are man we want to hear from you (laughs) um but you know if you're if you're a a gay conservative if you are if you're just one of those niche of niches if you're one of those folks who are supposed to be democrat um you got a home here man and a place here and we're going to definitely connect with you guys because because um we we relate so thank you for listening um hopefully you'll join us for our next episode and um we will talk to you guys later